I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear the Son of God discloses now you tell me how these people came up with these words without the help of God Almighty and he walks with me and he talks with me do you know that Jesus will talk to you if you pray to him if you talk to him if you're his child if God is not talking to you while you're praying or after you pray something is wrong somewhere God communicates back and he will tell you what to do when you pray he will lead you and he will guide you and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known now I, I can't even begin to number the times I've sung this song by myself pardon me I cannot even begin to number the times that my wife and I and my seven children sat around the devotional table and sung this song it was always so sweet to all of us I can't begin to number the times he speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet where, where, you, where do you get this from other than heaven he speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet the birds hush their singing and the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known I'd stay in the garden with him though the night around me be falling but he bids me go through the voice of woe his voice to me is calling and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus our Lord and our Savior on this beautiful Sunday morning in spite of the fact that the people in the world are not beautiful because of our sins and wickedness and evil welcome to number 800 
and 18. 819. Is that correct? 819? 818. 818. Uh, of the standing between the living and the dead. Uh, prayer devotional memorial family and evangelistic service uh, and I welcome all ladies and gentlemen men and women wild men and crazy women as well as uh, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 616, where I, uh, I believe that's 617, uh, to be correct, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Uh, today we are reading Proverbs chapter 19 verses 11 through 21. Shall we pray together? Now, I have already prayed. Have you prayed? If not, pray to God. Don't even pray with me. You just pray to God. Prayer is a very personal and private thing. Unless God has called you to pray in front of people and to pray for people. Uh, you talk to God. Don't even listen to me. Because I guarantee you, in the words of Dr. Sammy Madison, I don't know, he was a, a, Colum a Columbia University uh, master's degree graduate, but he would always say, I guaranteed you for some, re for some reason, uh, he would always put in the past tense because that's how he was raised down in South Carolina. He had a bachelor's degree, master's degree, a major teacher, a major Bible teacher, but he would always say, uh, Brother Dan, uh, I guaranteed you this, this will work. And so I guarantee you that if you pray to God, based upon the Word of God, not upon my words, but the Word of God, God will hear and answer your prayers. That's a fact. So, have a little talk with Jesus. If you're not saved, have a little talk with Jesus and he'll make you whole. Have a little talk with Jesus. If you are saved, and he'll make everything all right. Uh, he will. Uh, but just remember, he said, in this world, 
ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In me, he said, ye shall have peace. So put your faith and trust in the Lord, because he's overcome the world. And if you put your faith and trust in the Lord, then you will overcome the world. Shall we pray? Don't play, pray. Don't stray, pray. If the devil causes your mind to wander, go back to the point that you can remember. Don't just keep on plowing forward with your fake prayer. Go back. Be humble and start praying again. Because that's what the devil does. He will try to distract you in prayer. Okay? So pray. And by the way, I, I believe right now for this damn time, uh, truly, uh, uh, the last thing we need is a whole bunch of, of uh, preaching about different uh, things uh, right now. We need prayer. We need to pray together. We need to read the Word of God together in a devotional fashion. A little teaching of the Word on a line upon line. Here a little, there a little. Uh, uh, you know, because we got people who want to be shouted out still. I mean, this is not a shouting time. Uh, this is a repenting time. This is a confess confessing of sin time and repenting time. And uh, uh, most people like to hear the preacher preach because it's almost like listening to the choir sing. And we don't need entertainment right now. We need to confess our sins. We need to pray. We need to be quiet. We need to read the Word of God. And yes, we do need the preaching of the Gospel for lost people to get saved in the church and out of the church. But a whole lot of things on how to have a happy family and how to make a million dollars and all of that. We don't need that today. Let's pray. Holy Father God, help pastors across this country and around the globe to hold, to hold meaningful devotional services with their people and to get back to prayer, get back to what we used to do uh, and have uh, what we used to call scripture reading. And Lord, help us to teach your holy word as we go in a devotional fashion, in an orderly fashion. And Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and I thank you, Lord, this morning for all that you have allowed us to do. Our Lord, this morning and uh, throughout this past week. And Holy Father God, I thank you that you have given me the privilege once again to come before your throne of grace. And Lord, even though you want us to come boldly, Lord, uh, uh, I come humbly and I pray that you'll help me to come boldly by the power of your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit. And Holy Father God,
we uh, pray and we praise you and we thank you for your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And Holy Father God, I do pray that, Lord, uh, I thank you for your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word. I praise you and I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. I praise you and I thank you for the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon those of us who are saved and everyone else. For Lord, you, uh, as they say in the song, you are a good, good father. And Lord, I love that phrase, that title, and that song. Uh, Lord, we know that you are a great, great father. Uh, but Lord, there's something powerful about that good, good father. I love it as well. And Holy Father God, help us to remember that no matter what kind of persecution, attacks, and tribulations we face. And Lord, help us, help those of us who are facing those things now, help us to be thankful for the times that we didn't have those things. And, uh, and thank you for bringing us through those things in the past. And Lord, I pray uh, this morning, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, uh, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. Lord, I thank you for my staff made up of my children who have been raised up by me, humanly speaking, by myself, without much help from their mother, even though she's here, after 34 years of marriage. And uh, I give you the glory, praise, and honor that all of my children have helped in the ministry. Uh, and I pray that all of them will continue to do so that their minds will not be brainwashed by evil and demonic family members who are lost and have no concept of what your word teaches and evil and demonic pastors of churches and churches and people in the church who are supposed to be saved but they're lost and they cannot stand to see pure young people serving you and they want to defile them and uh, disturb them and destroy them with their own lusts. And uh, Holy Father God, however, thank you so much that I have the peace, the joy, and the confidence that I have left everything on the field. If they mess up, it's going to be on them. I taught them B-times over and over and over again your holy bible your holy word 
And uh, Lord, we read it together. We prayed over it together from the time they were conceived until the time they left my house. And I led them all to you at the age of seven. And uh, if they want to deny you and become Judases, it's all on them. I have complete 100% peace from you. I left everything on the field. I did all I could. All of them called me the father and the mother. They wrote me hundreds of letters uh, when they had pure hearts that I was doing a great job and I did a great job. And I told them they can talk to whoever they want to, uh, family-wise and otherwise, but to be careful because I intentionally kept them from uh, family members because most of them are religious and lost and have no concept or understanding of truly being saved by your grace. I got saved out of that and so I know and some of them are mean as the devil because they're not saved and uh, so is my wife mean as the devil because she's not saved not born again for you do make a difference and uh, in the lives of people when they get saved for you told us that we shall know them by their fruits and so Lord I pray uh, today that you would save her soul that she would allow you to save her soul it's hard for her to lay aside her pride help her to do so and Lord help her mother her aunts and family members, my mother and sisters, to humble themselves and repent of the sins that they are committing in the church and to truly get saved and become people who uh, do what you said, and that is, if you love me, keep my commandments. We pray that for all, everybody in our family and everybody uh, who name the name of Christ and who say that they're saved. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that also this morning you would cast the devil and the demons of hell out of my wife Marika White and because she uh, was the woman who had my children and uh, who my children sucked the paps uh, the breasts of my wife, some of them have some of her in them, unfortunately. But they've done well in spite of that. And I pray that they would not fall away like so many young people have done today. Even in the church, even in these liberal uh, churches that call themselves inclusive uh, that are demon-controlled and demon-led. And Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts from the hearts and minds, souls, and spirits of my wife and of my all of my children, uh, including uh, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Danzequel, and Danielle, uh, Duran, Danielle, and Quasia, and Holy Father God, help them uh, to not 
be brainwashed by evil family members and evil church members and uh, turn against the only parent that they have. And Lord, I do pray in the name who loved them all the way till the end and uh, who loves them now in spite of uh, doing things that not, are not uh, pleasing in my sight. And, uh, more importantly, not in your sight. They're not pleasing in your sight. And so, Holy Father God, I pray this not only for my children, but for all of the children who have parents who are saved. We have seen probably one of the worst tragedies uh, in the history of America with Anne Heck. Uh, her father was a down-low, uh, secret homosexual and died of AIDS. Her three siblings died as well before she did. And now there's a mother who is uh, saying that she's a Christian psychologist who has watched four of her children die, plus her husband, who was a down-low, secret homosexual. Lord, I, I as, far as, as far as families go, uh, Lord, uh, I, I cannot remember hearing such a tragic situation as far as the family goes. And so, Lord, help us to see that and look at that and understand that we will reap what we sow. Uh, have it to be a life lesson for all of us. And, uh, Lord God in heaven, I pray that you would comfort that mother, uh, Lord, and uh, where she has confessed, where she has sinned, help her to confess her sins and repent. And what is probably the most tragic part of that is that Anne Heck died uh, without be getting right with her mother and her not getting right uh, with each other and died without saying, I love you to each other. They never made things right after she came out as her dad did it secretly, she did it openly, like father, like daughter, like daughter, like father. And, um, and, and Lord, this is a terrible tragedy and help everybody to learn lessons from it. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, this morning Lord I do pray that uh, you would deliver those of us who are saved throughout this day from temptation, evil and sin grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory 
And Holy Father God, help those of us who are saved to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our wicked sins and to get back to you our first love as you have commanded, commanded us to do. And Holy Father God, at the same time, I thank you for your love that you told us about, that because you love us, in the book of Revelation, because you love us, you will rebuke us and chastise us. And that's what you're doing right now, even though the happy talk Christians don't want to admit it. And the happy talk pastors don't want to admit it. We're so stinking proud, stubborn, and rebellious. We want to act like everything is all right. And we're going to try to plow forward in the American spirit and in the American way and not your way and not in your spirit. God, I pray that your people who are truly saved help them to humble themselves and admit to themselves and others that we're under your loving chastisement and rebuke. And if we don't truly repent of our sins, not just confess our sins, is going to continue to get worse and worse. The coronavirus plague, the monkeypox plague, which is out of control, the polio plague is coming back. Uh, war in Ukraine, and they're digging in. Uh, threat of nuclear disaster. China uh, poised to attack. And on and on, Lord, and, and, and thousands of other things are happening. Because you love us, you will rebuke us and chastise us. And we need to take heed to that instead of doing the foolish, happy talk. And Lord, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, raise up your people to stand strong and firm, even if uh, their family members forsake them, even though their family members turn against them in light of all of the good that you uh, use them to help them, and yet they turn against you like Judas. And Lord, help them to stand anyhow. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, that you would save those who are lost all around the world, revive those who are saved all around the world, heal those who are sick all around the world who want to be healed and who are willing to trust in you and get saved and confess their sins and repent. Let your will be done, and Lord, we pray that you would deliver uh, and, and help people who are hurting from all of the grieving and the pain from so many disasters in Kentucky, in Arizona, uh, all across this nation, in Uvalde, in Chicago, in Highland Park, Chicago, uh, in Buffalo, and all across this country. Lord, comfort people and draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will uh, 
indeed lift our burdens for those of us who are saved and born again. Lift our burdens and cares and worries and anxieties and troubles and problems and fears. And fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Lord, uh, I pray that you will, by your grace, deliver each and every one of us who is saved and born again and washed in the blood of the Lamb. Deliver each and every one of us from our afflictions and distresses, tribulations and troubles, and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. Continue to, to, to thwart the plans of the enemies all around. And uh, Lord, at the same time, I thank you, Lord, for all of the Judases in my life. I thank you, Lord, for all of the thorns in the flesh. For Lord, as I have told my wife, who is my biggest enemy in the world, and who is my biggest Judas and thorn in the flesh. And she's here with me uh, right now. And I wouldn't say that in front of her, it was not true. And uh, I thank you for uh, her, as I have told her, because she propelled me to pray more and uh, to do more for your kingdom. And uh, all things work together for the good. And Lord, I thank you for all of these 34 years of marriage. Uh, some would call it a bad marriage, but because by your grace I got saved some 43 years ago, Lord, uh, because of you, you make all things good, and you make all things great. And Lord, you know I like that little commercial that I have heard, uh, a McCormick commercial, and I'm not a big fan of McCormick, but I love this commercial. Uh, with McCormick, everything is going to be great. Everything is going to be great. And I have taken out the name McCormick, and Lord, with you, everything is going to be great. I can tell any young Christian that, any Christian who's going through a hard time, if they come to know you as their father through believing in the Son, Jesus Christ, Everything is going to be great, no matter what happens along the way, no matter who turns against you, no matter who persecutes you, no matter who condemns you, everything with you, Lord Jesus and Holy Father God, everything is going to be great. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor uh, for how you, you given preachers, particularly evangelists, uh, the ability to hear something like that and turn it around and flip it for your glory, praise, and honor. And just like, uh, Lord, those preachers that you've called to be church planters or pastors, almost every building they see, they say, that'll be a good church. <laughs> that'll be a good church building. There you go. And so, Holy Father God, thank you for these gifts, these abilities, these talents that you bestow upon us, these ideas that you give us. But I know for a fact that with you, everything is going to be great. It doesn't matter who comes with negative news. It doesn't matter who comes with demonic foolishness. 
uh, everything is going to be great. And I'm so happy about that because everything you've ever done in my life has been great. Through the good and the bad, Lord, everything has turned out great. And I pray that everybody in my family who saw you work miracle after miracle, thousands upon thousands of miracles, thousands upon thousands of answered prayers to understand that being saved by you and walking with you and knowing you, everything is going to be great. And help them not to be negative uh, like my wife Marika Wright has been down through the years, dark in their minds and negative. Lord, help them to be truly saved and always positive, always understanding that with you everything is going to turn out great for all things work together for the good to them who love you and who are called according to your purpose. And so, Lord, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would deliver each and every one of us who is saved and born again from all of our spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, uh, financial, legal, student loan debts, student progress problems. Lord, wipe them all away. With lessons learned, help us not to walk away without learning the lessons you want us to learn. And Holy Father God, thank you for your love, mercy, and grace that things are not as bad as they could be and maybe should be because we're so evil and we're so wicked in the, in the church and in this country. <clears throat> uh, so Lord, thank you for remembering mercy in the midst of chastisement, rebuke, and punishment. And Lord, we deserve it all. And so Lord, continue to take your time with it as I, as you led me to pray in the beginning over three, almost three years ago of the coronavirus plague, be thorough with us. Be thorough with us. Break us, make us, and mold us to be what you would have us to be as born-again Christians and save those who are lost. Lord, if you have to crush us down to the ground like pepper and salt, I do pray that you would do that. Uh, if, the, if it takes that to learn the lesson and to change and to repent of our sins. Let your will be done and not ours. I do pray, Lord, that you would continue to remember mercy and uh, protect us all from mass housing crisis, a mass food crisis, a mass medical crisis, a mass uh, utilities crisis. And Holy Father God, I pray <coughs> in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would bless and protect my family, all of my children, and uh, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel Ezekiel, and Danielle, Duran, Danielle, and Quazia. Danielle and Quazia. Lord, all of my offspring, I pray that you'd continue to bless them. You've already blessed them tremendously. But Lord, remind them, uh, for some must learn it the hard way, unfortunately, that all of the blessings that you've given to them, you will take away. <coughs> You will take away in punishment and chastisement and rebuke. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that you would place upon us today, all day long, the whole arm of God, 
Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. <coughs> Pardon me, Lord, and uh, have all that we do today to be done for your glory, praise, and honor for the lifting up of your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Save those who are lost and revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. I can't sing like my dad, who was called the Songbird of the South. He sung all over the South and New York as well. But after I pray, for some reason, I want to say, and I want to sing, Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burden down. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burden down. I feel better, so much better, since I laid my burden down. I feel better, so much better, since I laid my Burning down. That's all I can do. I don't know why I like to sing that song after I pray. I guess because prayer to God has a way of lifting burdens. My beloved, ladies and gentlemen, and in the words of David Jeremiah, men and women, Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus is my favorite phrase. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. at Proverbs chapter 19 verses 11 through 21. The discretion of a man deferreth his anger and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. The king's wrath is as the roaring of a lion but his favor is as dew upon the grass. A foolish son is the calamity of his father, and the contentions of a wife are a continual dropping. House and riches are the inheritance of fathers, and a prudent wife is from the Lord. Slothfulness casteth into a deep sleep and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. He that keepeth the commandment keepeth his own soul, but he that despiseth his ways shall die. He that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, 
and that which he hath given will he pay him again. Chasten thy son while there is hope, and let not thy soul spare for his crying. A man of great wrath shall suffer punishment, for if thou deliver him, yet thou must do it again. Hear counsel and receive instruction, that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. Glory be to God. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I know that thou art there and that your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is sitting at your right hand. I praise you and I thank you for your eternal and magnificent Holy Word. Help us to think on your Holy Word throughout this day. Lord, help us not to forget it. Help us not to throw it behind our back so that we can concentrate on a sport or some game on television or some foolishness on television. And Lord, sad to say, uh, even some of the Christian, so-called Christian stations, uh, is not biblical and not worth watching. And so, Holy Father God, uh, I pray that you will help us to love your Holy Word more, to cherish it more, to love it more, to obey it more, and to apply it to our lives. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> that you will help us to share it more. To teach it more in a discipleship way. To preach it more. And to preach your holy gospel. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you're with us today and you do not have peace in your soul that if you were to die today, you would go to heaven. But you are troubled about this thing and you have a desire to get saved if you knew how. And you do not want to go to hell. And at the same time, if you are like me, you, you just could not believe that what you saw in church was the real deal. I cannot explain to you, in growing up in church with a dad who was a preacher, a mother who claims to be a preacher as well, uh, very church-going religious people, but for some reason, in my spirit, in my mind, in my soul, and I am sure I'm not the only one, what I saw in church, as what we used to call the, the traditional church, the shouting and the jumping and the preacher whooping and, and hollering and, and all of that, I, 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 something, something inside of me said, this is not it. And so, God 
as wicked as I was, God led me to pray a prayer. that went a little bit like this. Holy Father God, show me the light. Holy Father God, show me the light. And throughout my youth, I prayed that prayer. I didn't understand why. As wicked as I was, as rebellious as I was, I prayed that prayer privately. Nobody knew it. My dad didn't know it. My mom didn't know it. But I knew what they had at that time was not the real deal, somehow. And maybe you're feeling like that today. What you've seen in church and the hypocrisy you've seen in church and the foolishness that you've heard about in church has turned you off. That's okay. There are many religious church-going people who are in hell today and many more are going to hell including preachers and pastors. So don't look at them, look at Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. For Jesus Christ one day, one night actually, said the most loving, most magnificent, most important words ever said in the history of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Please understand, dear friend, that you are a sinner. You are a wicked, evil, ungodly sinner as I am, as the Pope is, as the Dalai Lama is, and as even Joel Osteen is, as nice as he may be. We are capable of doing anything. And some of us have done anything and everything. And we are depraved. We cannot possibly save ourselves. We are dead in our trespasses and sins. We're dead. We, we cannot resurrect ourselves. We need God to do that by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. For God so loved you that he gave his only begotten Son for you that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, in hell, but have everlasting life. My dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today. Wherever you are in the world, we're on multiple platforms and uh, whoever you may be, you need to understand that church membership will not save you. Some member of Mount Nebo Baptist Church that will not save your soul. Going to Sunday school, small groups, and to church service every Sunday morning, even to the early service. Uh, that's not going to save you. That's not going to get it. The old saints used to say 99 and a half won't do. That's your efforts. You can try, try, try all you want. 99 and a half won't do. 
You know why? Because we must believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who was 100% who suffered and bled and died on the cross for our sins. He paid our sin debt. And this is totally by His grace, His mercy, and His love. And all you have to do is believe in Him. He did it all. He paid it all. He paid your sin debt. He is the sacrificial Passover Lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. Believe in Him today. Understand that if you don't believe in Him, one day you're going to regret it in hell because hell is forever. There is no limbo. There is no vestibule of rest. There is no purgatory. That's a lie that the popes told back in the Middle Ages, which I believe brought on the bubonic plague. They used it to make money for the church. And when the bubonic plague came, even the church did not have any power, just like the church to, uh, to deal with it and to help others. That's just like the church does not have any power to deal with the plagues today because they have compromised God's word and they have become Judases to God, to Jesus, and to heaven and to the Bible. So don't believe that there's some kind of purgatory somewhere that's going to purge your sins and then somebody's going to pay enough money or pray you out and pray you out of hell. That's not happening. That's a fairy tale. If you go to hell, you will be there forever and you will burn forever for Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody else in the Bible because he loves you, not because he hates you. And he wants you to take advantage of what he did for you, freely. It is a gift. Now what do you do with a gift? You take it and you say thank you. You can't pay for a gift. You can't work for a gift. You can't serve for a gift. It is a gift. You just receive it. And you can say, I'm humbled by it. That's okay. But be humble about it and be thankful and give God the glory and get your soul saved before you die and go to hell. <coughs> Pardon me. And also, uh, the Bible says, for the wages, the payment, the check for sin at the end of your life is death. So be assured that you're going to die uh, for your sins. When we die, we don't die because of cancer. We don't die because of the coronavirus. We don't die because of a car crash. We die because of our sins. Our sinful nature, which produces sin. Our depraved nature. Our lying, our stealing, our lusting after people and things with a wicked heart. 
our disrespecting and disobeying our parents. And disrespecting God by taking his holy name in vain. <clears throat> so dear friend, today may be your last day on earth. People are dying more now than ever. You can go into the grocery go into the grocery store and come out dead. You can go into a convenience store and come out dead. You can be walking down the street and come out dead. One of the biggest stories today in the news is a taxi cab driver, 50-something years old, beaten to death on the street by some thugs who were trying to rob him. A man who was married and had a family, trying to make some money to put food on the table. It is a shame before God in New York City, the crime that's going on there today. You could be walking down the street, somebody can come up beside, behind you and knock you out cold, and you can die from that. You can be at a book festival, sitting on the stage, and somebody can come and stab you 14 times. Okay? So you can die at any time. Don't think that you got time. You don't have time. Today is the day of salvation, the Bible says. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't believe in any other man. Do not believe uh, in any other woman. Believe in Jesus Christ only. Don't believe in a pastor, an evangelist, a preacher. Don't trust in man. Trust in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Now, if you want to be saved today, call upon his name. For the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So believe in your heart in Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, and call on his name simultaneously. And the Bible says he will save your soul. Now, if God can save me, if Jesus can save me, he can save anybody, that's for sure. So follow me in prayer right now, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I need a Savior. I admit that I am a sinner and that I've done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins and who paid my sin debt. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. 
Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil, wicked lifestyle. And to follow you in the newness of life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it, and you believed in your heart, not just with your head, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God, then may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life. And when I say the most important thing in life, I really, really mean that. There's nothing else more important. Uh, one of the reasons why is because you're getting saved from hell, man and woman. That's the main thing you're getting saved for, for, from. Because God wants you to have a new start. He wants you uh, to get ready for uh, the uh, new start that's going to happen in the future. Uh, secondly, you're going to heaven to be with God in Jesus Christ, even though you deserve, you don't deserve to go there. You deserve to go to hell, but you, you get to go to heaven because of what Jesus Christ did. And the other thing I want to tell you thirdly is because if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ in a real sense, you mock my words. He will give you a life's journey that is beyond your wildest imaginations. Jesus Christ can do things in you and through you that you never thought in a billion years that you could do and accomplish. I mean, high-octane achievements and uh, accomplishments for the glory of God. It can be in any field as well. You can, you, can, you can check this out for yourself. The people who are out-and-out out Christians, God has a way to make them shine and uh, turn up and, and, and turn out and show out. Uh, in basketball, in football, in business, in the media, God's people uh, can rise above because of Him. The psalmist talks about hind feet, how that you can, you can be blessed with hind's feet, where you can jump up high and do great things, do great exploits. So, uh, salvation through Jesus Christ is a many splendid thing. I can't even begin to tell you the thousands of things that God, through Christ, will do in you and do for you. And so, uh, you did the most important thing. Now, if you, you want to grow quickly, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book, 
title free of charge. It's free of charge. You don't have to ever pay a dime. Read my book titled uh, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And then email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice uh, with you. And so that we can uh, rejoice with you and give you some more material to help you grow thereby. And so, my dear friends, we will resume our service already in progress. Now, dear friends, let's pray for others. Let's pray for others. If you have a prayer list, this will be a good time for you to pray. I assure you that the greatest thing you can do as a Christian, and I have others who agree with me, is pray without ceasing. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord, and one of the best ways to do that is by praying without ceasing. So don't, don't, don't get distracted. Don't uh, fret about how much we pray and how prayer is boring to you. If you say prayer will not be boring to you, it is only boring to you when you sit there and you listen. You want to see how somebody else prays and how eloquent they are, and you get all caught up. Do you know there are many people who go to church for entertainment? They want, first of all, they want to see somebody, and then they want to be seen. And that's why some women wear some of the tightest dresses and pants and yoga pants and everything else. Other women have rebuked them for doing so. Popping around and flopping around in church. Number two, uh, preaching for many people is entertainment. Because there are some preachers who can shuck the corn. Now they're not, the good preachers and the godly preachers, they're not trying to uh, entertain. They're trying to preach the word to you, but they have a powerful gift. And, and, and people, they, they, they love the, the melodious voice, the eloquent voice of the preacher. And how it goes up and down, and, the, and people get off on that. And, and, and no doubt they're lost and on their way to hell. They don't even hear the word. That's why when they go out on the church steps, and, and somebody says, Ooh, the preacher preached today, didn't he? And they reply, yes, honey, yes, he preached a day, sure enough, I tell you. Uh, okay, now what did he preach on? Oh, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. <laughs> Do you know that people, listen to me, walk right out the church door and they can't even tell you the title of the sermon. They, don't, they can't tell you what the sermon, I would venture to say 90% of the people don't even know what the sermon was about. They were just getting off on his melodious, eloquent voice and how handsome he is and, oh, I wish I had him and all of this kind of demonic foolishness. I don't care if you like it or not. That's what's, that's what's happening, people. That's what, that's what has happened for the past 30, 40, 50 years. I know of, of a couple of, two or three seminaries who have talked about 
how that the preacher ought to be attractive to grow a church. Do you hear me? I know of one church, I'm not going to say the name, in Atlanta, Georgia. He never, the pastor never went soul winning. He never passed out gospel pamphlets. He never uh, uh, had a, really, never really had an uh, evangelism program. He didn't need it in his mind and in the people's mind. You know why? He was tall, dark, and handsome. And he had a powerful voice. Uh, he was an unusual looking fellow, but you know, the women were crazy over him. They came to see him. That's a fact. And there, pardon me, there have been preachers like that across the nation. Because, uh, you know, the women run things in the home, and if they want to go, then everybody's going to have to go. And he could raise a hymn and sing, and, and he had a powerful, eloquent voice, and, and, and people just, they flocked. I'm telling you, they flocked. Now, what did he preach? Nothing. But they, they, they just loved it. Okay? And people go to church for entertainment. The next thing they go to church, well, this comes before the preaching. But it doesn't come before who they see and who they want to be seen by for some Sunday evening sex. Don't, don't, don't get mad at me. I'm telling you what has gone on in the church for years. One preacher who's dead now, he said, I can smell the sex and the, and the lust in this church. That's what he said. I can smell it. He's dead now. Popular pastor, he said, I can smell the sexual lust, the sensuousness in this church and how lustful you people are. And you're here to try to hook up with somebody. The devil is a lie. See, you come for that too. But the other thing that comes before the preaching, just a little bit above the preaching, is to hear that choir sing. They don't care nothing about, excuse me, the bad, the bad, bad English, they don't care anything about the words and the congregational songs they want that choir to rock do you hear me you, you're not see this is one of the reasons why I'm thankful for the coronavirus plague uh, because I predicted a long time ago that the church was going to end up back home we don't need to be in a big old building watching young black men mine with white gloves on and white face hey are you still there? Marching down the aisle. And the choir marching in. It, it, it just takes too long. You know why some black folks have left the black church? Don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you what they have done. You know what they have done? Because they got sick and tired of the white folks being the first ones at Golden Corral. On Sunday. You know why? The white folk, if they start at 11, they get down to 12. And sad to say, back in the day, at least, they accomplished more in church than the black folks. And that, don't, don't you get mad at me. Because I know this is true. 11 to 12. I went to a Bible church one time. A long time ago. 
they did some things I didn't care for. But now when it came down, he was a graduate of Dallas Theological Seminary. White guy. Buddy, they started at 10.45, and you were out at 11. No, let me get it right now. Yeah, you were out at 11.45. And, and, and they would make a beeline uh, to the Cotton Patch and other restaurants. And, 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 and the, the black churches down the street, they didn't get out till 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, uh, and didn't do anything. I'm telling you what I have experienced now. Don't get mad at me for, for telling you the truth. And you know it's true as well. And, they, they, and the white folks got accomplished, they got more accomplished in that hour then the black preacher and the church down the street in three or four hours and then preach a thing. I don't care if you like it or not. That's the truth. So let's pray so we can close so that you can go to Golden Corral. Holy Father God in heaven, we pray... Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Lord, I was going to say this. But I thank you that folks, in the words of Jamal uh, Harrison, I think his name is, uh, folks today can stay home in their pajamas and eat pancakes and still praise the Lord. And I thank you for that. Lord, we need to get uh, have church back at the house and, and not be putting on a show for other people and uh, keep the family together and so forth. So thank you for uh, what you have done for all things work together for the good. And Lord, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for giving me the grace and the ability and the strength to preach your holy gospel and to preach your holy word. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I do uh, pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving in the morning. Draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, that you will indeed have mercy and grace upon such wicked people as we are who claim to be Christians. Please forgive us, Lord, of not obeying your great commandment. We have failed you miserably, miserably. Lord, I, I don't know, but I believe we're the worst church in the past over 2,000 years. Lord, we're just terrible. We're terrible. God, you know it. I know you don't want to get down hard on us, but Lord, you know we're terrible. Lord, we're, we're terrible. God, we're terrible. God, have mercy and grace upon such wicked and wretched people who call themselves Christians in this day and time. We have failed you. Pastors have compromised. Pastors have become Judases. 
and they have taken the 30 pieces of silver and can't give it back and therefore can't say anything against the government or anybody. God have mercy. Forgive us of our sins, our failures and faults of not obeying your great commandment, not obeying your great commission. And so therefore millions are lost that could have been saved if we had done our jobs that you gave us. You gave us basically just two things to do, and Lord, we didn't do that. We just didn't do it. And uh, talking about it, confessing about it, is not going to get it done. We need to repent wholesale. And Lord God in heaven, I do pray. Help us all who name the name of Christ to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and repent of our wicked sins. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and help us to get back to you our first love. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for all ministers of government. Lord, you told us to be thankful, and I am thankful for each and every one of them. From the, even though I am not for any politician or any president, uh, no matter what the party is, never have been since the days of Jimmy Carter and Reagan. I've never voted for any of them. I have preached your gospel to them and preached your word to them uh, by your grace and your leadership. And, uh, but I'm not for anybody at all, Republican or Democrat or Independent, it makes no difference to me. But Lord, I do thank you for all of them who do this work. It's not anything that you called me to do. It's not anything that you want me to get involved with. And Lord, I uh, pray for a prophet that I know right now who is a man of God, that he will not get involved with this foolishness and end up like uh, Harry Jackson and the other uh, preacher. Both of them died from the coronavirus out there messing with uh, political mess. And Lord, I pray that this preacher will not do it. And uh, I pray that you'll deliver him from it so he can uh, maintain his integrity and his independence to preach to everybody, Republicans and Democrats and independents, to not side up with anybody and Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ <clears throat> Lord, I pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I pray for the salvation of the presidents and the politicians and the police officers. I pray that you revive those who are saved. Cast the devil out of those who have that problem. And Lord, I pray that you will lead God and direct them that we may lead peaceful and quiet lives. I pray, Holy Father God, please bless and protect. Lord, 
your people all around the world, especially in Nigeria today. I pray that, Lord, you will protect your Christian people in Nigeria. Lord, uh, I pray that you will stop the bloodshed there and all around the world and prepare us for our day as well. In fact, Lord, prepare us for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would help us to pray, Lord, not only for millions of people hurting from the coronavirus plague, but Lord, to pray for a few by name. Lord, we pray for the family and friends of Indian Dr. Suresh Gangaram Kumha. We pray for the family and friends of Alabama resident Angela Marilyn Mitchell. We pray for the family and friends of Germany resident Florian Doka. We pray for the family and friends of California resident Nina Rosales. We pray for the family and friends of Louisiana resident Lorraine Hanks Ortego. And Lord, we commit these souls into their, into your hands. And we commit our souls into your hands as well. And uh, Lord, we uh, pray now for the prayer requests that have come in. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the thousands of other folks who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. Hear and answer their prayers and hear and answer our prayers for them. And Lord, I pray that you bless them all, including these with salvation and spiritual in their families, blessings in their families, family and life blessings, financial and material blessings, mental and physical blessings, protection and provision blessings in their families. And Lord, I do pray for Pastor Bushibi. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to pray for him, Lord, I guess going on close to 20 years. Thank you, Lord, for the Sunday service at Kimil Ali Church. Please supply all of their needs for church construction and land purchase. Please comfort Pastor Donald's family and the family of Okitis granddaughter, protect them and provide them with the food they need throughout the August election period. We pray, Lord, for Nicholas. Please bless them with online Christian volunteers to design their business plan and webpage to enable them to launch their international Christian school in Nivasha, Kenya. And Holy Father God, we pray for the people who have gotten saved through preaching, through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. We pray for Nancy, we pray for Nora, we pray for Joel, we pray for Janet, we pray for Yagen, and we pray for all of the people who have recommitted their lives to you. We pray, Lord, for Basil, native, Aralan Rintaka, Chica, Innocent, and all others. 
and for the thousands of others who got saved and who have rededicated their lives to you. I give you, Lord, the glory, the praise, and the honor for what you have done, for we have done nothing because we cannot do anything, Lord, without you. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen and amen. Beloved, uh, I'll probably preach again here shortly. So bear with us for a few minutes. Uh, and uh, if the Lord should tarry his coming and we live, I preached three times last week. I may do the same today. By the grace of God, uh, if the Lord says the same. But if, but if you come back or not, pray for yourselves in this untoward generation and pray without ceasing. Jesus Christ gave a parable to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, it may be in a few minutes, so go and tell somebody else. And Lord willing, we'll be back shortly and preaching on the Just Jesus campaign. God bless you, my dear friends. God loves you. Jesus loves you. We love you. And may God bless you real good is my prayer as the music plays.